Good morning, everybody. Today's February 21st, and we are continuing the Malbim, picking up where Richie left off for us. Uh, Perek Dalid, Pasuk Yud Dalid, I think is where we're up to, right? Because yeah, you did yesterday Yud Gimel, Yud Dalid, read them together. I'll read the Pesukim and just explain, and then we'll do the, the Malbim on Yud Dalid, because you did Yud Gimel. Mordechai tells... Had the, the messenger that was sent to him to go back to Esther and tell her, "Al Don't worry about your life, right? You're trying to save your life, and you're preventing the opportunity for all of Am Yisrael to have their their case presented to the king. If you're going to be silent at this point right now, God has a plan. He's going to save the Jews." Right? You have an opportunity to do it. If you don't do it, at ubet avich tovedu. You and your father's household will be destroyed. We'll have to see what that means. im kazot Who knows if this is the reason you became the queen? Maybe this is the reason. This, this is it. This is your chance to, you know, to step up and and uh, claim your legacy. And you have a ch- and you and you're gonna blow it. That's basically what he's telling her. Now remember what Esther was telling Mordechai was a few things, right? That you know I haven't been called to the king for 30 days. We have I'm gonna get called soon. We have an up. We have time. This is a year. It's a year away. Why are you rushing? Why are you rushing? Right? Take it easy. I'm not saying no. And also it's better for us, right? It's better for the Jews if I get called because if I just come in there, I'm, I'm, I'm already I have mita. And if it forgives me, then he, he's already granted me something. I can't ask for something else. Right? And she's giving all these ideas of why it's better to just chill for a minute and let, 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 let you know, nature take its course. I'm going to be called in in a couple of days anyway. It's been 30 days. It's it's time, you know. So let's wait. And, she, and Mordechai step here and say, no, no, no. Now, you're blowing it. You're going to blow it. Why? Why? Right? So let's see what the Mabim says. You're darling. Ki'im. Okay, so it's on page Memtet. It is, I don't know, about 10 lines to the bottom of the page. Left-hand side of the line towards the end in bold. You're darling. Ki'im. He says, Umizehim Shikh, right? He's continuing. Ahar, Ahar, Shemitsiota, Bebet Hamelech, right? She is right now presently in the palace. Hurak Shetiyesi Balachuat Israel. He's telling her, maybe this is the only reason. Why, why is it they found you? They can. They they made you the queen. Uh, and this happened already five years ago, but now we're waiting. We finally figured out, says Mordecai, why they chose you, right? Ubehechrech lo alea levad. Don't think that you're the only less chance. Hashem's got a plan. You think there's a plan B, there's a plan C, there's a plan D, right? Don't think you're it. Okay? If you blow plan A, you're plan A. You blow plan A, there's a plan B. God's going to save the Jews. It's a promise. It's going to happen no matter what. So your plan A, you don't want to take, you don't want to step up and, and you know and claim your legacy going forward. That's your problem. If you're going to be silent at this point, notice a double language, a harish to harishi, right? Silent, silent. Don't you think God's not going to save the Jews? No, no. They can't save anyway. It's going to just happen in plan B or plan C or plan D, right? That he wrote before. At ubet avich tovedu, you and your father's household will be gone. Why? Ahar shemitziotech b'maalah hazot ye az levatalah. Why were you raised up to be queen? He's telling her this is the reason. What the high saying? This is it. Now, if you don't claim right your legacy right now and save the Jews now, so the whole purpose of raising you up to become the queen is for nothing, right? We don't need you anymore. God's going to remove you. Kemoshikatu b'agdamah shelishi that he wrote before. Fine. 
וביאר הדבר, ומי יודע אם לעת כזאת הגעת מלפיום ואם תמתני עד למחר, עבר זמנך. זאת אומרת, השם סט אפ פיו, פרפקט אופרטוניטי. אתה חייב את הפרפקט סטורם. אתה נכנס לבית הפלס, הקינג אוהב אותך, עושה מה שאתה רוצה, ובוקר אותך בפנישליין. זה הפנישליין. אם אתה לא נכנס לפנישליין, אתה יודע מה שאתה עושה? אתה לוקח את הרייסר, ואתה פנישליין. אין פנישליין לך יותר. זה עובר. זה הפנישליין. עכשיו, תכנס לפנישליין. Save the juice. You don't do it, you're gone. Finish. Your whole purpose of coming to this point is for zero. It's nothing, because you know what God's going to do? Oh, you didn't want it? No problem. Erase the line. See you later. I'm going to give it to plan B. Oh, but I'm going to do it in two days. No, no. Two days? No, no. There is no two days for you. Now is your time. How is he so confident, right? I'm not sure how he knows. We'll find out in a second. But he seems to be saying that this is it. You're going to blow your opportunity. Okay. Ki al-mahar hizmin Hashem ha-sibot acherot. He says, tomorrow, God has other ways to save the Jews. You have an opportunity now. Right? In those days, obviously, there was no, um, there was no heating in their houses. What they used to have is on the side of the house, they would have like a room where they would burn a big fire. Right? And they would, it heats the house. They only use it in the wintertime. You don't need it in the summertime. Right? When you're not lighting the fire in the, in the, in the summertime, you're going to boil. It's So you don't need it. So the room is there. The room is there, and you use it when? In the right season. This is your season, right now. Time to do what you got to do. Right? Because why? God has other plans now. The other things grow later on in the springtime. We don't need the Beit HaKhoref. You're going to be destroyed. Why? Because you were raised up for this purpose. That's it. This is your purpose. Now, he's very, very, he's being very strict on her, right? Sounds like she has a very logical explanation. Now, let me wait two days. I'm going to get called in. Plus, the king will be more favorable. He called me. I didn't have to ask him to save my life again. And then ask for something else on top of it. I mean, she said things that make a lot of sense. And Mordecai is like shutting her down. He's like, are you crazy? What's the matter with you? You have an opportunity right now. You were given a chance now. Which means, what are you delaying? What are you doing? Now you found out. Now you know what's going on, right? Because Mordechai set up that you find out, send hatach back and forth, send the messages. You found out now. You act now. You don't delay your actions. You can say, "Oh, I didn't know yet, so I didn't do anything before." But now that you know, oh, you want to play God now? You know, and you say, "Oh, I'll wait two days. I'll wait three days. I'll wait four days." No, no. You found out now. You act now. That's what he's telling. You. Okay. So therefore, he says, "Okay." She tells him, okay, this message comes back to her. She says, go back to Mordechai and tell him the following. That was Tetzayin. That was Tetzayin. Obviously, there's nothing there. Just go back. Okay, so Tetzayin says, what does she tell Mordechai? I want you to go gather all the Jews in the town of Shushan. I want everyone to fast. So now, obviously, we, Mal Bim is going to ask about what does that, what does that mean? Sumu means fast. And then it says, don't eat and don't drink. Well, that's the definition of fast. I mean, what do you say? Fast, don't eat, don't drink. Thank you very much. What does that mean? Right? You already said it. Okay? Three days. 
Don't eat for three days. It's pretty big, pretty big ask, right? It's not like a Ramadan, eat at night. No, no, no. 72 hour fast. Sounds like, right? Okay. And not only you guys are going to fast, but my, me, myself, and all my servants are going to fast as well. And then I'll go to the king when I was not called the Kashir Avalti Avati, and however I was supposed to be get lost, I will get lost. I'll be destroyed. Stop for a minute. Think what happened just now. What the guy is telling her, go right now. Right now. She just bought three days. Right? He's telling her, go now. What are you doing? Right? And she's saying, no, no. Fast for three days, and then I'll go. Okay? How is that a response? Okay? So here we go. Pasuk Tet Zayin. On the bottom. Let's see if Malbim has any questions. He does. Okay? First of all, Tet Zayin on the in the questions of the bold. The last line. Ma'u v'tsumu alai. V'chi aleha yatsumu. First of all, what's the word alai? Fast on me. What do you mean fast on me? Sumu alai? Okay? What's this double language of... Right? What if I get destroyed? I'll be destroyed. What do you mean that she's going to be? How is she destroyed? When you say just like I was lost, I will be lost. What does that mean? You were lost. How were you lost? To the queen. What do you mean? Okay? So here we go. Bottom. Tet Zion. Three, four lines to the bottom of the page on Memtet. On the bottom. End of the line. Lech Kenos. Once she, Mordechai tells her, by the way, we don't really need you. I mean, God's going to save the Jews regardless. Either you're going to be a part of his plan, or you're not. But at the end of the day, Jews are going to be in the same place. That's what he told her, right? It's going to happen, they're going to be saved. Meaning, what, what is she there? She's there to bring the Yeshua closer. Happen faster, through her. If it doesn't happen through you, there'll be another plan. Mordechai gave her a little bit of confidence. She was concerned, listen, I'm the only thing that can stop this from happening. And if Achashverosh kills me because I walked in without permission, then the Jews have no chance. Mordechai said, what are you talking about? There's B, there's C, there's D, there's a million plans. Right? God will take care of it without you. So, okay, now that you're telling me that it's going to happen anyway, so I'm willing to take a chance now. Right? I'll go. Right? So, good. Therefore, she's asking, That's what the first for me. Now that I'm going and I'm putting my life on the line for everyone, you're right, I got you. I'm not concerned anymore. If I get destroyed, at least the Jews will still have another option. I'm willing to go. But at least a little tiffy lot for me too. Like, you know, maybe maybe I can get saved in, in this scenario, right? Pray for me. Pray for me. Right? It's not for the Jews anymore because the Jews will be saved anyway. Good. With that, if they're willing to fast for me, I'll go against the king, the king's wishes. Right? I'm going to get killed now because I just I, I transgressed the laws of the king. I came without permission. If he kills me, halo lo nezek kolel rak avadati ani levadi. Right? Kasher avadati. I'll get killed. So avadi, it's only me. It's fine. The Jews are going to get saved anyway. Okay. The Jews will be saved from somewhere else, like Mordechai. And therefore, she says, "This is for me." I'm gonna do it, but I need, I need I need I need some backup. You guys gotta pray for me. Three days, okay? Says Pasuk Yud Zayin. Apparently Mordechai 
agreed with Esther for this, and therefore he goes around and he does everything that Esther commanded him. Okay? Says the Malbim. I'm reading Pasuk Yudzayin in the Malbim. He goes through all the streets where the Jews are living. Very simple. He makes an announcement, rings the bell. Hear ye, hear ye. Listen up, all Jews. Everybody that's in town. All the Jews of Shushan are fasting for the next three days. Exactly like Esther asked for. End of Pasuk. End of Perek Dalit. Okay? Does he tell them why they're fasting? Or not? Yeah, yeah. He says, look, Esther's going to go to talk to the king. The whole story. Fast for three days. Esther is going to go try to save us. Good. Because Mordechai's been screaming that the Jews are going to be killed, right? Good. Pasuk hey. Perekhe. Pasuk Aleph. Okay? Perekhe. Here we go. We're halfway through the Megillah. Megillah is nine prakim. So we're a little bit more than halfway through. Vayhi Bayoma Shilishi. Okay? Here's the third day. So the next chapter starts three days later. So they fast for three days. No, no events during those three days. And now on the third day. She puts on her royal garments. She's standing in the inner courtyard, right, of the king. Opposite the throne room. Where he's sitting in his palace, in the throne room. This is a very, very descriptive pasuk, repeating things multiple times. He's telling you, the Esther gets into the inner courtyard. What is that? It's opposite the throne room. And what's the throne room? The king is sitting on the throne. Thank you. Where is that? The throne room is in the kingdoms, in the in the king's throne, in the Beta Machut, in his palace. Opposite the opening of the doorway of the courtyard. What? What are you doing? Okay, just tell me. What's this about? Right? Okay. So, <clears throat> says first of all. Malbim noticed, noticed something that I, I never noticed. It says, "Vatilbash Esther Malchut." Esther put on royalty. What's missing in that pasuk? Big day. The clothing. She put on royal clothes. What do you put? She put. How do you put on royalty? You don't put on royalty. You put on royal clothes. It should say, "Vatilbash Esther Big Day Malchut." Right. So that's the question number one. Havale lememar Big Day Malchut. Look at the pasuk carefully. There's two different descriptions in this pasuk of the palace. Uh, one is called Beta Melech, because it says, And then it says, What's Beta Melech and what's Beta Malchut? The house of the king, the house of the kingdom. What is it? What's the difference? Okay? Says the Malbim as follows. Pasuk. Hey, Perik Aleph, Perik Hey, Pasuk Aleph. Vatilbash Esther, it's the third line down on Mem Anun Aleph. Vatilbash Esther Malchut, she's wearing royalty. He says, Ham Malchut Lavashta Vahi Kimida. What does that mean? Ad Shekol Ro'eh Haikiru Kila Yeut Hamelucha. Aldat Tzedek Lavashti Valbisheni. It was her attitude. It was an attitude of royalty. She was carrying herself like a queen. Remember, she's fasting for three days. After three days, you know what you feel like. You feel like uh, after 12 hours, we're, we're moody, right? She's three days, 72 hours, not eating, not fasting, not nothing. No, no. All of a sudden, puts herself into that royal frame of mind. That's what Tilbash Esther Machut. She gets ready. Right? Right? She, she says, it says, she's standing in the courtyard and the king is sitting. Where he says, Bet Hamachut Hayakarov Ela Hatser. 
So this Beit HaMalchut, what we'll call right now the throne room, is near this courtyard. That's where he sits on his throne, right, to judge the people. You know when you go to the courthouse and they tell you, all rise for the judge. Where's the judge come? From behind, from his chambers. He comes out into the courtroom. So Beit HaMelech, that's the chambers. Beit HaMalchut, that's the courthouse. So, right, so the king is... Good, but now we're getting the, the picture of what's happening over here. So he says like this. That's the area of the courtyard. Right? He says, Those are his private chambers, right? When you go visit Chacham Uvadia, there's an area where he goes inside. He has his private office inside. He has the place where he greets the people outside. That's the two, the two things. One is Beta Melech, private area. Beta Machut, that's the more public area. He doesn't have to sit in the place in the, in the, the judge doesn't sit in the court when court's not in session. He doesn't sit there. He sits in his office, right? So she's standing right opposite the chambers where he's where he's not not opposite the the, the, the courthouse. He's not there. She's gonna stand there. He's not gonna see her. He, she needs him. She wants. To, to see her, to let her call her into, into his inner chambers. So he's standing there, maybe there's a window, there's whatever, there's some kind of doorway there, and she's standing opposite this way. Good. Okay, so here we go. Esther is coming in, the courtyard is here, then they have, let's say, the courtroom, and then the chambers. So now, normally he's in chambers. Right? And if Esther comes here, so she's looking into the courtyard, in, from the courtyard into the courtroom, king's not going to see her there, because he isn't there. He's in the other room. So what happens? Pasuk says that Hashem set it up for some reason, Hashem happens to be sitting in the courtroom right now. And she's walking into the courtyard, and he happens to be sitting in the place where, where he can actually see her, as opposed to allow her to go further in to get back to where he is. No, he's sitting there. So he says, Hashem is damen shamech yashav ata bebet hamachut, shu karov elachatzer. Vegam, he's damen shehemid takise nochach petach habayit. Beofen shera'ota tekefumiyad. There happens to be that the chair, now the courtroom is very wide, and the doorway is not so wide, right? Happens to be that his chair was directly opposite the doorway. So when she walked into the courtyard, he already saw her from inside the courtroom where he was because the door, she's looking through the door. If the chair is on the side where he is, he's not going to see anything because she's standing in the doorway. He's blocked by the walls. No, no. He happens to be sitting in the courtroom exactly opposite the doorway. So when she walks into the courtyard, which is still not in the courtroom, boom, he sees us there right away. So was it rearranged? Or was so it apparently, no, that's the way that I know his chair could be moved around, right? The, the judge could sit right on, 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 the, on the bench. The bench is wide, depending where he's sitting whatever is happening it happens to me he was sitting right there dead center where he's looking at the doorway let's now that we have now that we have definitions it says it's, it's god set this up that he actually was in the courtroom sitting in the place opposite the doorway to watch i walk into the courtyard all right so now that we know which is which beta melech is the inner chambers beta malchut is the courtroom let's go back and read the pasuk one more time okay but till bash esther malchut tells us she put herself in this frame of mind of royalty She's ending in the courtyard, okay, which is of the courtyard of Beta Melech, which is his inner room, right? That's his room. Nochach Beta Melech, which is opposite the king's chambers, happens to be Hamelech Yoshev Al Kisei Malchuto. He wasn't there in the chambers, he was in Kisei Malchuto Beta Malchut. 
right? That's in the courtroom. And what is it? Happens to be Nochach Petabai. The opening of the room. Good. Pasuk Bet. Clearly, the Pasuk says she wasn't in the room yet. She's in the Hatser. He says the king sees her in the courtyard. Right? He's inside. He's seeing her in the courtyard. He says, Look at this beauty. She's beautiful. He puts down his scepter, tells him, Asher Esther, she walks closely, she touches the top of the scepter. Okay? Pasuk Bet says the Malbim as follows. Uh, where are we? Pasukim. No, no, no questions over here. Okay, no questions, says the Malbim and Pasuk Bet. Where is it? Here, four lines of the wide lines. Five lines of the wide lines. Middle of the line. Meaning, it never crossed Ahasuerus's mind that the rule that no one is allowed to enter without permission would include Esther as part of the no one. It was never in his thoughts. It's Esther. He loves Esther. He loved her from the first second he saw her back back. And therefore, whenever he was saying, oh, people can't come and enter, it never crossed his mind that Esther is one of those, one of those people. Why? Right? Because he was so looking forward to, he loved to have her around so much, it was so special for him, and therefore, he never thought that he would kill Esther for coming into the room. He never ever thought that he would have to actually do this process of pardon her by putting out the scepter because for him he would have let her walk in straight when he saw her Unbelievable, says the Bible. Says what happens over here? Esther didn't barge in. He never thought that this ruling should apply to her, but she did, and therefore she walks in and stops and won't enter until she has permission. That's what the king says. Wow, wow. You know what? This is unbelievable. She gave me kavod that I didn't even thought that I should have. Fadali, come, 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 Habibi, come, 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 right? Habibti, it should be right. My, my female version, right? Gamshi Esther Hamalka, right? He he calls her, but but it says pasuk that he's calling her Esther Hamalka, right? Right? He, she's the queen. That what? That she's omitted b'chatzer. That she stopped. And she's waiting for permission to enter. That gave the king beautiful feeling. Right? He saw that really, that's only because she's anav, right? She's humble. She's the queen. She can walk to come talk to me whenever she wants. No, no. She's being very humble over here, not letting the royalty get to her head, not going to be bossy on Ahasuerus. I'm subservient to the king like anybody else. I have to wait my turn. I'm going to ask for permission to enter. Therefore, king's going to do whatever she wants. Right? He puts the scepter down. Happens to be. Now, is the king sitting there with his scepter all day? Why would he be holding a scepter all day long? Remember, court's not in session. 
It's not like he's being royal right now. He's hanging out in the courtroom. For some reason, he's there. Happens to have the scepter also. It's not normal, right? Again, Hashem set this whole thing up. Happens to be, he happens to be sitting there. He happens to be sitting opposite the doorway. She walks in and stops. He happens to be having the scepter. All this happens, 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 happens. Okay. Pasu Gimel. Pasu Gimel says, uh, King says to her, Notice he calls her again, Esther HaMalka. Obviously, you must have a request if you're coming in to talk to me. He's in a good mood. He's in a good mood. Here's the, here's the credit card. Whatever you want. Go charge. Just don't go half the limit. Don't go the full limit. Half, half the limit, you can spend. <laughs> okay. Says, Says the Malvim. Hakefel Malach. What's up? What's your request? Okay. Right. What's I'll give you as opposed to I will do. Taas says I'll do for you. What do you want? I'll do it. What do you mean I'll give you? What does give mean? Okay. So let's see how he plays it out. You ready? Pasu Gimel on the bottom. Four lines to the bottom of the page and the line. Right? So he says, must be that she has some kind of issue that she needs to discuss. Why is she coming? She, she wasn't called. Maybe to remove some kind of damage or something. She must have something that she needs, some benefit, something. Meaning, what's wrong with you? Is that there's something wrong with you that you're coming? You have an issue that's bothering you? Meaning, he's asking her, what's wrong and what can I do for you? Two things. What's wrong with you? What can I do to alleviate that issue? Right? And therefore, at the beginning, he does say, I'll do it for you. He was going to give her something, right, that was for her. He, he thought there's something wrong. She's not feeling well, she's uncomfortable, something's bothering her. What is it? And what can I do to fix that? Because I want to give you something. Right? Okay? What I'm going to give to you. I want to do something for you. Meaning, he's understanding that this is not some general request about, it must be, right, specific to Esther, that she's feeling something's up, and she wants something, and he wants to give her that. That Whatever you need for you, I'm down. You got it. Not, I'm not so ready to, you know, to give, you know, maybe you're coming over here to be, uh, what do you call those guys that get paid to, uh, to talk to the presidents and all the studies, what do you call those guys? The lobby, thank you. I'm not, if you hit a lobby, no, 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 that's not a lobbyist, right? No, I'm not here, if you hit a lobby, out. If you're here to talk for me, you need something for you. That is what you say, I will do something. Now, Yinaten is specific. I want to give you something. If you're coming to ask for you, you got it. You're coming to ask for somebody else? Okay? Pasuk Dalit. says, if it finds favor in the eyes of the king, it's good for you. I want the king and Haman to come today to the feast that I've set up for you. 
Pasuk Dalit says the Malbim Po Amra Im Im Hamelech Tov Ulkaman in Pasuk Chet. We'll see it later. He says Im Matzati Chen. So what's the difference between Im Hamelech Tov the Im Matzati Chen? So one is Im Hamelech Tov means if it, if it's good for the king. Im Matzati Chen is if I find favor in your eyes. Okay, what's the distinction between those two? What was her intention? She's coming to ask the king to save the Jews, right? She's specifically bringing the enemy to the party. Why? Don't you think it would make more sense not to talk in front of Haman, right? She's attempting, apparently, trying to talk to the king to repeal Haman's actions. Why is she bringing Haman to the party? Good. Those are the questions. Says the Malvim as follows. Second line. Okay, there's many reasons why. Okay. The three that I find the best reasons of why she invited Haman, I'll, I'll list for you. There's many reasons, says, but three really I think are proper. Number one. Oh, we're past the time. 801. Okay, we're stopping here. We'll continue tomorrow. I was having too much fun. I didn't know it was the time.